All right, welcome back to Tip It Out. We got a little bit of an emergency pod after a huge bombshell has just been dropped by the PGA Tour and Jay Monahan. Um, if you haven't seen the news, uh, the PGA Tour, the PIF, and the DP World Tour have come to agreement to um, work as one new entity. Um, it's huge news after everything that's been going on for the past two years of butting heads and lawsuits and settlements. Um, it's just crazy. Um, just want to welcome Ben Folds and Evan Farrar into the studio. How are we doing? Fantastic. I love the the phrase from yesterday's Monday qualifying for the U.S. Open that yesterday is the longest day in golf. Um, you know, like the sectional qualifying for the U.S. Open, and then this news drops the day after that, and, and Colin Morikawa made the comment like, "Oh, you thought yesterday was the longest day? Of golf. <laughs> let's fucking let's." How about it. today? How about today? So. <laughs> Twitter was a blaze. It was. It was a yeah. The jokes are It's ridiculous. probably still going to be going for the next week. I, I I don't know how Twitter is like free and like all of the entertainment that I get. <laughs> God, there were so many funny fucking memes. There's and, so uh, many, so many jokes. Uh, so many jokes. I know I barely Absolutely. used Twitter and I had to, I had to get, get back Jack into the system just to, just for this, this is worth it. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> see everything going on. All right, yes. Yeah, so let's let's jump right into this. So, um, anybody want to kind of lay out what this agreement is and just kind of run through the basics of what's going on? I mean, I guess let me let me kick it off with like what what is actually what three entities are actually coming together. Like, I think a common misconception that this is live golf the pga tour and the dp world tour aligning creating a new entity like an umbrella over the three of them it's really not it's the pif which is an acronym for the public investment fund of saudi arabia which i'll touch on in a sec the pga tour and the dp world tour so the pif public investment fund is the money that backed the the start of live golf and you know funds the operation of live golf um it is a sovereign wealth fund that is managed by the uh, crown prince of Saudi Arabia named, uh, I'm going to mess this name up. Uh, <laughs> it's not an easy one. Call him Al-Rumayan. That's, 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 that's close enough. It's um, well done. And uh, pretty much what the public investment fund is, it's just a means of investing Saudi Arabia's excess fucking money from all, the, all that oil money. Um, they invest in like developmental projects throughout Saudi Arabia. And then they also invest in sports. They've invested in some premier league soccer teams and they've most recently obviously invested in golf. They want a seat at the golf table and try to make some money. You know, the goal of a fund is to grow and, uh, you know, earn a return and they see golf as a way of earning that return. And now, um, they have a seat at the, They've now, like, they've now, like, professional golf has now become one thing all around the world. And um, the new chairman of this entity is going to be this Yasir Al-Rumayan, the head of the Saudi Public Investment Fund and the crown prince of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So um, they sure as hell got their foot <laughs> firmly in the door of, of, the, of the golf world. I will say... Um, 
and Matt, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the PGA Tour, the way the way it was initially laid out, and there's not a lot of details here, so we're just kind of going off of what we've seen so far, is the PGA Tour still has the majority of seats on this on the board of directors of this new um, organization. It, it is, it's nameless at this point. And Jay Monahan is the acting CEO. So the P, it really, the this all happened, it, it really seems like the PGA Tour really just like got a whole hell of a lot bigger and more powerful as a result of this uh, initial reactions. But uh, I guess like I kind of set the stage. What do you, what are your, some of your guys' thoughts there? No, that was yeah, a good, that was a good little summary. I appreciate that. Yeah. So just real, just to uh, condense that real quick is basically they're creating a new entity that's funded by PIF yeah. and, that's so it's basically one new entity that's for profit that's going to be funneling money towards PJ Tour, the DP World Tour, and Live. Whether Live remains a thing or not, that's TBD. Um, from what I've seen, I I have reason to believe that it probably will remain. It's you know, it's grown pretty substantially in the past year, whether we like it or not. Um, yeah, and you know kind of my thoughts it just kind of goes into you know thinking about the future and kind of what does this mean for professional golf and especially kind of like the players like you think like i think back or i think to the um a little section in there that kind of was snuck in and like basically in the sub footnotes almost was like yeah. there's there's probably going to be a path for for the live players to get back on the pga tour now yep um i don't know and they didn't mention what it's going to look like they don't know what it's going to look like but, you know, it, it really makes you think about all these, like, PGA Tour players that remained loyal to the PGA Tour um, and didn't take their eight, nine-figure um, payouts um, to go play for Live. You know, all these players that made – that did go to Live, you know, what are they going to – what's going to happen to the, all that money that they made? You know, it's, it just doesn't seem right to those players that remain loyal to the PGA Tour, to the, to the legacy, quote-unquote. You know, it doesn't seem like that anymore. Um, no, definitely. But, I mean, like, you know, and well, you know, even if live remains, are the live players even going to leave, you know? So tons of, it's really interesting. Tons of question marks, tons of questions, more questions than answers with this. But I think like just kind of initial takes were like fucking Kepka and DJ and Phil were like smart. They're going to come out positive. From this like if they want to rejoin the pga tour they're going to be able to they just made hundreds of millions of dollars in incentive fees to go to live and if they want to come back to the pga tour they probably will um which doesn't seem fair to rory who got offered 500 400 million you know rom scotty wills alatoris you know all the big names in golf but um mm -hmm. i think there's going to be rory's going to make money as a result of this okay they're like let, like i'm going to guess whatever amount of money and it's not disclosed yet, but the amount of money that the PIF is committing to the, this new entity is absurd. I'm, I'm guessing in the multi billions. Um, so like there's a huge injection in cash into the professional golf world because of this. Uh, I'm going to, Rory is going to make money off of this, whether, and he still maintains his moral high ground of not taking the money in the, in the first place. So I don't know. I see, I see these guys still benefiting, still making more fucking money. Um, like the Roms, the Speeds, the JTs, the Rorys, but I don't think they're going to make as much money as the Phils and DJ and Brooks and Bryson, you know, that those guys did. So 
Yeah, they, they basically have a head start. Almost. They basically have it a head start. Like now. I, I wanted to bring up a different point, which was my initial, like, kind of my initial thought was um, I'm curious to see what happens to, like, the schedule um, and kind of just how the, the tournaments operate from here on out because, you know, like, the the live was this very high energy tour, you know, um, being playing music while ball players were hitting that whole deal, um, which might not carry over just because, you know, the PIP is, is running it, but at the same time, it's still ask questions of what's going to happen to the PGA tour schedule. Now that they're kind of merging with DP world tour, you think things are going to change a lot. You know what I mean? Um, well, I was kind of um, interested to, to point, see what you guys think. Yeah. Well, to that point, actually, uh, there was a mention of it is, PGA Tour Incorporated will remain its own 501c6, which is basically a, a nonprofit for like chamber of commerce for board of directors for professional sports leagues. Um, uh, so they're going to remain their own their own body. Uh, so they still have complete control over their own tour, organizing their schedule, organizing their events, and they still will have their charitable. They they will still have their charitable kind of um, angle for every event. Uh, under a 501c6 um it just means now that they're gonna have a lot more money to play with at each event or for their season yeah Um, yeah and that's kind of that's kind of what i'm wondering i saw um god there's a ton of things i want to talk about i gotta take one step at a time but on this point uh the no laying up guys made a comment uh a couple months back and i saw it tweeted or referenced again today is a world in which live and the PGA tour exist together where the PGA tour season runs from January to August. The live golf season then runs in the fall from September to December, you know, something like that, like a three month. And it's, it's such that they don't impede and they don't compete against each other because they're at different times. They're different seasons almost. And they both mm-hmm. can kind of survive and thrive together. So I, I don't know that that was a really interesting tweet and they, really smart call out from them um that maybe mm-hmm. maybe that happens and yeah that'd I, be super interesting i kind of the problem i have with that is you think about the you know the big names on the pj tour they don't play in the fall that's their off season yeah so if they do kind of a schedule like that do these big names actually go play like because you know my guess if they did something like that the live will take the top 48 guys for that season right Mm-hmm. 48 guys in the world or however it works out and they'll play their season there um but you know are they going to get those big names playing that much golf or, do, does, was, or does that mean do they yeah. play less what? on the pga tour i my first initial thought is uh they do it more like a wgc thing where they have these you know elevated event these elevated events throughout the season with, you know, opposite field events for the PGA tour for the DP world tour. So you're saying there's like live elevated events and then there's an opposite PGA tour field for like, you know, it's like the Barracuda classic in Bermuda or some shit like that, where like, you know, like the correct. Yeah. And then you have like the Dell Mat. you have the WGC Dell match play. So they might get rid of, you know, they mentioned that they're getting rid of the Dell match play. Does this become, Mm -hmm. You know, does this become the live like the, the live becomes the new WGC? Yeah. What was the what was the thing called that the PJ Tour was trying to do to rival live? It was like a the World Series of golf ish type thing where they had like like Rory, Tiger, all these guys committed to it. It was gonna be like a night. Oh, that was the simulator league thing. That's probably 
They haven't. Like, there has been nothing on that. No, there's been nothing. They on might that. be getting rid of that. Yeah, I, there's yeah. yeah, there's so much cool stuff that could happen with this. Like for golf itself, with these two aligned, like imagine a, <laughs> imagine like live golf teams with four with four or five like of the top fifty players in the world, like all playing for like a live team in 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 the fall, where like opposite of the regular PGA Tour schedule, where we have like a team fall mm-hmm. series. Uh, it could be like this. I mean, there's, there's, so just, there's so much, there's, there's, there's so many, yeah, there's so much stuff that's up in the air. Really cool stuff with this. That's why I think the the schedule changes is like the most interesting because whatever happens, it's going to open up some pockets for some really cool events to take place. And yeah. I mean, just having more money alone allows for more really cool events. So, you know, even just the current PGA Tour events might change um, yeah. just in production, value, you know, I mean, you just never know. So there's going to be so many changes. It's gonna be interesting to see. Do we, scrap, do we scrap Golf Channel and go to CW and just everything's on the CW network now? <laughs> everything's on CW. What? Please. No. What do you guys think about like for a golf tournament? Like what? If, let me let me kind of lay this out in my my view, and I'm gonna get your view. Like the things I get most excited about in professional golf are the majors. Um, I really like the match play. Also, that's like one of my favorite events that they do, and the Ryder Cup. And like those are like, so obviously the majors speak for themselves. They're not going to change. The majors are majors, but like when we're talking about like the Ryder Cup, the Presidents Cup, match play, like those are some of the coolest things that I think professional golf does. And I think now that we've gotten rid of Live and we've seen the Live's kind of grown a little bit of traction in the team event world, and the you know, I don't know what what would you guys want as fan golf fans to come out of this? Like, what kind of events would you guys want to see? Oh, you're talking really what what changes would would we want? Yeah, as like golf fans. Yeah, like mm-hmm. what, what would be some cool things do you think that could come out of this? Well, I think right off the bat, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the whole live golf, like playing music while people are hitting. I've always been a fan of the authentic golf experience where you're out there, everybody's quiet, and you're kind of waiting on a shot, and there's more pressure. So I don't think it's going to be – it's kind of hard to guess what they're going to do with the money and the – in the yeah, I'm not asking you this kind of thing. Like, in your ideal yeah. world, what would what would you like to see um, potentially come out of this in terms of schedule change, format, formatting of the new events, kind of thing? I just want to hear your thoughts. Right, I would I would like to see some some cooler events, some more more match play type events, or some new ideas for tournaments. Um, you know, maybe we do like a, a shortened one, or do like I don't know, like a just something that kind of gets because there's also some hype aspect to golf too, which mostly it kind of ramps up over the four days but it's mostly on that last day so maybe they kind of cash in on that that pressure side of things and come up with some cool you know event i mean i'm talking similar to like a drive chip and putt type of thing right where there's a little bit more pressure on every single shot we're just some some cool new type of event hard for me to say because i'm not on you know i'm not on the pj tours board but that's where i think the the cool changes are going to be possible the possible you know, maybe we'll see, but it's hard to say what's really going to happen to the the individual events. I just, um, I guess the reason for me, is, no, no, I completely agree with you. And I think we're on the same page there, but like, I guess the reason for me asking was this was like the PJ tour was coming up with this plan to rival live and make it more hype and team aspect and blah, 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 blah with Tiger Woods kind of leading this, this initiative. And then live had its own take on golf. And then now all of these things are one now. So like, right. I think there's like 
a real potential for some real shakes shake up shakeups in the world of professional golf. So I, I I can't see a world where they change up everything. Um I think that the uh live will kind of remain the same. It's it's gonna be a scramble. I don't really see an aspect to the team format. It's just guys going out playing. It doesn't really feel the same. Uh, it, like I don't really see the team aspect to it. Like, yeah, cool. They they win the the team stuff, but yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah, like it, it's mm-hmm. you watch the t. I find enjoyment in the team aspect when it comes to like college golf, where mm-hmm. they're playing for that school. Like, granted, it lives early, mm-hmm. so there's no kind of like history to the teams, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that you know that might change in ten years, but you know I just don't see it now. But I think it's going to remain the same. I think there's just going to be a schedule shakeup where, you know, either they kind of go hand in hand during the season and have like a WGC thing or like Yusuf Rar, they, you know, they kind of split the season, like kind of like how like the NFL does it with, you know, they have the NFL and then they have the USFL in the spring, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think to kind of emphasize like what new things that we might see from this, um, something that literally just popped in my head was now with like more influx of cash, maybe they could run, you know, same week events, um, like almost two events on top of each other at the same time. Um, kind of like a varsity A and a varsity B team sort of thing, just because they can may- maybe have more influx of players. Maybe they can pay out more. So instead of having a, a bigger field in one event, they have two events that are going on at the same time or, you know, like a Thursday, Friday event, and then a Saturday, Sunday event or something like that, um, which might be cool. You know, just there's so many possibilities when you have money, dude. <laughs> so yeah. it'd be really cool to see, you know, like the, that that type of thing, I think, is what uh, what would be like a really positive change to come out of it, you know? Because, I mean, I totally agree with you, Mac. Like the, the team event is, is really cool, but it doesn't really work in the PGA Tour sense because everybody's so good, you know? Like – if we play like a scramble with the top four, you're only seeing one shot from each of them. It's really cool to see every single shot and get them put in tough situations and all this, you know, like I hope we don't lose that aspect. So um, just having more, I feel like they're going to be able to just provide more golf is really what I'm saying. Uh, I think that's, that's going to be a cool aspect. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about kind of season stuff, but one thing that interests me, just touch on it real quick. We don't need to put too much into this, but you know, with this new entity kind of, you know, putting, holding the umbrella over all three of these leagues slash tours, this new entities is for profit. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be looking to make money. It's be looking to be profitable. Do you guys think that has any change on kind of the vision or kind of the, that motto of professional golf currently of like growing the game of making it more accessible to everybody or, you know, just getting more people to play golf. Like, do you think there's any change in that? Or do you think, you know, are they going to be just kind of money hungry now or, you know, how do you see that changing? Mm. I mean, a couple of initial yeah. thoughts is like how, how, if, if the PGA tour is still oper- owning and operating their events and they're doing it under a nonprofit, um, uh, structure um, like how do they run a tournament where they're nonprofit and then how does the new entity make money 
off of the PGA Tour. I mean, it has to be probably in TV deals or in. I I just don't I don't understand the legal aspect of it enough to like. To understand like how those two things are going to work together, uh, a for-profit, overarching umbrella with non non-profit arms underneath it. Um, but that's going to be interesting. I mean. I don't think it'll affect growing the game. I mean, if they make professional golf more and more interesting with the best players playing together more often, I think I think the, the game will be okay. Um, I think, like, the idea of growing the game is a maybe even like a selfish, not 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 inherently selfish, but like by growing the game of golf, like the PGA Tour makes more money and the USGA makes more money, and you know. It, it, the, the institutions that are trying to grow the game are a little bit self-interested in the fact that they make more money when more people golf and are interested in golf. But, um, but growing the game is good too, because like there's a lot of parts of the world that aren't introduced to this yet. And maybe this, a bigger stage and a bigger te- like stage will, will help grow it there. I, I don't know. Those, those are just kind of my initial yeah. thoughts to that. Okay. I, uh, I'll step in with mine. I, I think it's going to greatly help the game. I think there's there's a lot of opportunity to get more players on the PGA Tour. And that's kind of that's kind of what goes hand in hand with what I was just talking about. But if you can increase a, a field and pay out a bigger field, um, then you're just going to get more players to play, right? Like um, they, they, they currently have, what, how many, like 80 some odd players per tournament that cuts, you know, cuts it down to 40 30 ish right uh if they could create two fields or have a bigger field and they're able to pay out more then you just get more golf right so i think i think from that aspect if they choose that route and they actually fully sink into it that whole grow the game thing is going to massively explode because now you have more people that feel like they can make it under the pj tour they have more you know potential there's more spots and then you just get more people playing the game more people that think they can do it, and you know, there you go. So that's my take. I get where you're coming from, though, for because it is like it's tough with the nonprofit organization. Like, it's I'm curious to see how they actually make money off of those. So increasing events might just split their viewer base, and they might not do that. So it's it's you know it's fifty fifty. It's tough. Hot take, but I'm gonna kind of ride this off of. I know Big Randy from No Laying Up has this take too. Golf's big enough. Like I can't, I can't find the tee time on the weekend anywhere. All right. <laughs> I'm fucking growing the game. Like I'm trying. I, I want to be able to play too. And if I can't fucking find the tee time anywhere, um, how how the hell am I gonna play? So I don't know. Maybe the game. Yeah, you got You got You got a good point. Kind of swayed me. Grow there. it. Grow <laughs> it in like Asia where it's not quite hot yet, or grow it in you know other places. Yeah. Right? It, it yeah. feels pretty. It feels pretty grown in in the US. <laughs> Especially Ohio. <laughs> All right. Yeah, when I think about, I think about the growth of the game, though, I also I also think about like kind of like the first tee and you know making yeah. it more accessible price wise, and you know now that they're for profit, are they going to be you know you know I think I don't think it'll necessarily have an effect on that per se, um, or uh, have a direct effect on it, but it now the public investment fund PIF is now, you know, they're now kind of like it mentioned that they have right of first refusal of any investments coming into any of these uh, tours or leagues. Um, wow. So meaning they, they get, you know, 
they get the they get basically the final say on or the first the first say on you know say like the MLB or somebody wants to come you know invest or you know some company wants to come invest in the PJ tour they can be like no we don't want you so it, it that's that'll be interesting how that shakes out um now i this is something i really want to get into let's talk about maybe the players meeting kind of jay monahan uh this the, this players meeting that happened today at 4 p.m. had some fireworks. Um, <laughs> I find it very interesting that this whole once when this live golf thing started, Rory and like you know Phil Mickelson on the live side, all these a lot of these big names were in the talks. They were you know front and center. They were doing doing the dirty work. Um, but these past seven weeks, they have been left in the dark completely. Um, yeah. They found out through Twitter. They found out through the announcement. It just, it just seems really fishy to me. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, like Rory has been the like media scapegoat for J for all the PGA Tour decisions, and like, in uh, like his, he, he, they're like, Jay Monahan's just been behind the scenes saying nothing while Rory has to go out there and like pitch to the players, like why they need to all play in elevated events and why live is bad and why not to join there and why to stay in the PJ tour. And like, this is all falling on Rory's shoulders. And then <laughs> when uh, the biggest decision in the history of golf, professional golf was made uh, by a, by the PJ tour, which is supposedly a players, an organization run by the players um, was made without involving any of them. Uh, so yeah, yeah. that's, slimy as fuck uh, on Jay, Jay yeah. Manahan. I think he is a, I mean, and the or, players, maybe, in the grand, maybe in the grand scheme of things, maybe we'll talk about this, you know, 10, five, 10 years down the line. Maybe we're saying something different about Jay Monahan in the state of golf, but I mean, a hypocrite comes to mind as a way to describe him. Slimy. And that's what like, the players said. Yeah. And like they, not, they called, yeah. they called him a hypocrite. They, like, in the meeting, they said to his face, players called him a hypocrite yeah and i don't know if this happened to his face but they did mention that you know the the players were calling for jay to resign um it it it, i think from a a business point of view you know morality ethics aside it's a win for the pga tour it's a win for professional golf unifying um yeah for having this influx of cash and kind of using that leverage that they had or that, you know, the history and that leverage to, I guess, compete with the amount of money that Liv was getting. Um, but like you said, BJ tour is a player is supposedly a player run organization and it does not look good. The optics do not look good from, from being a, uh, on being a player. So. No. I mean, I hope, and I think, you know, I think they're. I think they're going to get compensated somehow. The big names for sure. Even maybe you have to, I don't know, yeah. maybe like the Corey Connors and like maybe the mid guys get because those guys had twenty to forty million dollar offers too to go join Lips. So like even the the smaller, you know, middle of the pack PGA Tour players. So I think they're going they're going to get compensated somehow. I'd be I would be completely shocked, and I would encourage them to boycott the PGA Tour if they didn't. Um, but uh, yeah, I. Just 
just like really and like greg norman wasn't even involved at all like phil mickelson maybe like heard peeps but like i don't think he was involved either like it was literally just jay monahan and yasir al rumayan and maybe whatever some dude from the dp world tour the head of that tour like it was just like five guys in a room discussing the freaking future of professional golf <laughs> around the world um some old white guys yeah. in a room discussing the future of professional sport we've heard that yeah. one before Here's a All weird... I'll say is ahead, oh, sorry. The one the one thing I wanted to add to that is I'm waiting for full swing too because apparently I yeah. saw a tweet that said they were filming during that. So that'll, that'll, been, that'll this, give this us a season little two. more insight too. So season two of full path. swing is going to be a full John Daly swing. <laughs> oh yeah. What, so it, what maybe it maybe a little Charles Barkley follow through, dude. A little pause midway. A little. <laughs> I'm gonna need a bottle. I need a bottle of whiskey. I'm gonna need a bottle of whiskey and like four packs of cigarettes to watch this new season of this thing. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, but just so many questions still in the air. I think uh, a lesser known thing that was transpiring was there was a bunch of litigation going on between Live and the PGA Tour. A lot of lawsuits going back and forth between the two organizations. Um, I think the Live was suing the PJ tour on the grounds of being a monopoly um, antitrust law going on. Like, I wonder if like that had any, any, you know, if that was a reason for this deal getting done so quick. And so like behind closed doors was the fact that like the, whether it was the FTC or the DOJ was about to look into the PJ tours <laughs> business behaviors and, potential like anti-competitive behaviors. And I wonder if they like PJ tours, like, dude, we gotta get this deal done. So they don't, they don't look too, too deep enough into us. Yeah. I don't know. It did. It did feel like oh, it, when the announcement came, when the announcement came, it did feel like the PJ tour. It felt like the PJ tour caved. Yeah. To the piff. It did. It, it didn't feel like an agreement. It kind of felt like the PJ tour caved. That was initial. In, reaction. In a, for sure. Yeah. And it, it still feels like that, but I mean, there's still some positives to take from it. Um, I just, you know, it's like, like we said, it's, you know, it's just, there's just an announcement that there's been an agreement and I'm sure they have a thousand lawyers and attorneys working on it right now to finalize the agreements. Um, but yeah, any, talk any about, other thoughts? Talk, on, about, talk about Monopoly now that now like all professional golf. Is yeah. So uh, just a side point. I'm sorry. I had to throw that in there. No, absolutely. It does. No, yeah, it does feel it's like crazy. That. It's unbelievable. It's a yeah. Now it's a full organization. It's it kind of feels like an so SC Johnson bigger. type deal. I remember I saw. You know, it's like you look at the cereal aisle, and there's only like four, like four actual producers of maybe cereal. Maybe even one. Yeah, and exactly. there's like a million types of cereal, but there's only like four four companies making it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we'll see. Um, well, I, Curious to see if any of our predictions come true or our statements. Um, I don't know. What, be really let's, let's, let's throw out some predictions. Like, screw it. Let's see if we can reference these clips in the future. Like, I'm going to go out on a limb and say live, live as we know it is going to cease to exist. Uh, maybe a team aspect is involved at some point. Um, but, but I'm going to go on its own separate and live as its I'm, own separate entity is probably is live as its own separate entity. Is, is dead. And that is just a prediction. I, I could be wrong. Um, uh, another prediction, uh, 
I don't think Jay Minahan goes anywhere right away. I think I think you don't make a deal of this caliber without like some guarantees that you'll stay CEO for at least a little bit. Um, for the better or for worse, I don't know. I think he's going to be around for a little bit. Um, I'm not okay. going to share my opinion. That's just a, that's just a, a, some, or a guess I have. But any other predictions that maybe we can come back on? I'll, I'll make I'll make I'll make one quick prediction, which is I I don't think the players are going to get compensated, and we're going to see a little little outrage. But far fetched, but might as well make the prediction. I'll be yeah. I'll be that guy. I'll be that. Guy. I agree. I agree. I agree. Like you, I know, I think it was Evan who mentioned the boycotting a PG tour. I can't see that happening because that is their livelihood. Granted, they could retire now. Most professional golfers could retire now and be fine, or at least the you know the top 100, top 80 players. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely, I'm sure, kind of combining those two thoughts is like Jay's probably going to stay on for the next five years, at least you know working out the the, the road bumps and working yeah. out this deal. And making sure it gets off the ground running, um, but after that, I mean, I can't see him staying much longer after that. Uh, just mm-hmm. the players, I, I don't know if he's going to be able to handle the outrage and the just the the pushback from the current PGA Tour players. I, I and I don't want to my final sorry no, my my final prediction. If Liv, this has a contingency. If Liv does remain uh, like a separate golf league. Yeah. My thought is we're going to get a third uh, end-of-the-year event. We're going to get a live versus PGA Tour or, a, you know, live versus DP World Tour event, kind of like guess. the Ryder Cup or President's Cup. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. That'd be sick. That would okay. be sweet. That, that's a good prediction. I like that. I, I could get behind that. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know. I kind of want to push back to you on the boycotting thing. Like, if – I think one of the main reasoning reasons that this deal had to get done was – that it's harder to get money from sponsors like Workday or whatever, or name the sponsor of an event, Honda, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, it's harder to get sponsors for PJ Tour events when not all the best players are playing, or you don't have this like talent pool of the most well known Phil Mickelson's, Brooks Kepka, you know, those guys, Dustin Johnson. So maybe, and then I think, part quick, of the real, and cool also, is, and also with these elevated event things too, you know, yeah, all these like they're elevated, but the elevated. Yeah, they're, they're obviously missing one of the best players in the first cup. just won the major. Dustin Johnson is one of the best players of our generation. You know, Abraham Answer, Bryson DeChambeau, you can go on and on about how good these guys are. Um, and, like, it's kind of, you know, the best players in the world are not all at the elevated events and so on and so forth. But, like, I think, like, if a contingent of Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, Rory, Spieth, JT, and Tiger, like, just those six guys were like, we're not playing anymore until you guys pay us, I think – I think they have leverage over the PGA Tour and would get, I think, a boycott in that sense of just the big names like that would, yeah. would work. Like they don't yeah, need, I, yeah, I can they, see that. They don't, they don't need the money like the middle or the lower end PGA Tour guys do. They've made hundreds of million, hundreds of millions of dollars probably. I mean, like, don't quote me on that, but tens of millions at least. Um, so I don't know. I think I, I, I foresee if they don't get compensated in some way for all of this for staying and for being loyal, then I. I I think they have leverage. Um, so agreed. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. We'll see what well, happens, boys. We'll see what happens. Yeah, this is this is gonna be interesting. I, I know it's probably it's probably gonna take a year. This is not gonna be something that's gonna happen quick. It just no. 
I, I mean, my final yeah. thought when we mentioned it is just, I, it, it just feels like this was a almost like a legal thing. PGA Tours had the case. They, 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 they might have felt like it. If it, it almost feels like a settlement, like a company, you know, a, a lawsuit with a yeah. company, it just kind of feels like that. So it does. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting how this plays out. It happened, but it happened so fast, though. I mean, like normally those things take five years, and then you see like live grow into this beast that PGA Tour just cannot tame, you know. But it just didn't happen. Yeah, anyway. it's interesting. Yeah, I, I think you know money money talks and money runs the world, and um, I'm gonna guess the dollar amount that was offered to the PGA Tour by Live was a absolute grotesque amount of money that you can't deny, and you mix that with the fact that the PGA Tour still gets to like that has elevated their power. Through all of that, I don't know. There, there's. It feels slimy. It feels like there was a, like a settlement. Like you said, I love the way you said that. But I don't know. Maybe there's an. Maybe maybe it's a little bit of both. Maybe it's one thing or the other. I don't know. I, I'm really excited to just watch how this unfolds and hear. Really want to hear players' perspectives. Like I want to hear Spieth, Rory. Like get them on a mic. Get them on a pod. Get them on an interview. Like I want. I would. I want to get into their head about this. Absolutely. Same. Well. Thanks, gentlemen, for hopping on at the last minute. Yeah. And uh, like I said, let's see how this plays out. Cheers. 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 Cheers.